0: This is Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, with this week's Top 5 Express Board Game Edition. This is my Gen Con to try and buy show. It feels like we just had the origin show, but I guess that was because it's about a month ago. But now it's time for that gigantic show with a ton of games, Gen Con, which is in Indianapolis each year. As before, I'm going to give you the Top 5 Games to try, and these are the games only available to demo not to purchase at the con and a top five to buy at the con. I've taken all this list that myself and my two co-hosts put together from the geek all-stars and I kind of mashed them together a bit into one list for you. Check out the geek all-stars podcast episode 170 that just went out and we put a top 11 to try and buy from all three of us have a top 11s. Uh, You'll hear a ton of games talked about, uh, but that's a lot, lot longer here. We have the top five express version. So the top five to try from Gen Con number five, Treasure Island, this is a really cool looking game from Matigo and Mark Paquin one player plays kind of your pirate that is hidden the treasure and the other players are trying to use clues, uh, to find a treasure, but using a transparency, using kind of a compass too, which is really funky. Uh, and you're trying to triangulate the different things on the map to find where they've, uh, hidden their treasure and, the, the pirates trying to, you know, elude you and then escape. Looks really cool. Really want to check this one out. I saw some people playing it at origins. Uh, so I really want to check this one out. Number four, night Miriam, uh, this is by Ares Games. This is pretty funky. This is a cute little card game for two to five players. Uh, what you're doing in it, you've got these cards, and there's a top, a middle, and a bottom, so kind of like a head, a torso, and a body. I mean, and feet. Uh, and there's like a bunch of different uh, monsters. There's probably like 30 or so different monsters with a top, medium, middle, and bottom. But there's little bits of things that trigger in the game. So it's a quicker game, but depending on what uh, monsters you make, they're going to look really funky, and then they'll trigger, and you'll score some points. But a real quick game, I really want to check this one out. That's Nightmarium. number three, Batman Gotham City Chronicles. Uh, probably a lot of spoiler rights out there have heard of this game. This was uh, this is by Monolith. This was on Kickstarter, and it looks amazing. The uh, miniatures are awesome. It's kind of a scenario-based game where one player is playing the bad guys, and uh, other players are playing uh, Batman or you know people heroes from the Batman universe. Boy, it looks really really cool uh, and it's scenario driven so I can't wait to check it out. It's gonna be a little longer of a game, but who cares it's Batman dude uh, I've got to check this one out Number two, Vault of Dragons. this is by Gale Force Nine. Uh, this is kind of their re-implementation of Sons of Anarchy Men of mayhem, uh, which kind of didn't do a whole you know didn't sell a whole lot, but Gale Force Nine is really good about uh, their IP games. Uh, And I really want to check this one out. Uh, Anyway, I want to see the re-implementation of the Sons of Aronkey, but hey, it's kind of in Waterdeep, uh, in Undermountain, uh, and and you're going to different locations. You know, Lords of Waterdeep was great, so this kind of has that feel to it in a way where it could be that Euro that can can cross the barrier from RPGs, RPG players into Euro players. It looks really good. I think it's going to be out in like September, so it's going to be shortly after Gen Con, but I really want to get my hands on a demo of this. This is Vault of Dragons by Gale Force 9 And number one, the thing that I really want to check out, Sorcerer. This is by White Wizard Games. Uh, now, White Wizard Games did uh, Star Realms and Epic, the card game. Uh, this kind of has that same feel, but you're fighting over locations and you're playing cards at different locations. And how you're getting your deck, you're kind of taking it almost smash-up style where you're taking one, uh, three different uh Decks from three different kind of themes, where you've got either kind of a you're throw or a vampire, and uh, then also kind of a power thing, and maybe where you're from. Uh, I can't remember. I can't. Well, I've never I haven't played it, so I'm not really sure exactly what those uh, decks are. But you're going to be combining decks to get your main deck, almost like in a Living card way card game type way, uh, where there's predetermined decks. Uh, and I think you might even be able to edit some of the deck after that. I'm not really entirely sure, but this is something I really want to check out. It's got a little bit of a darker theme, kind of a uh, that uh, you know kind of. Werewolves and vampires and such, but really the art looks amazing, Uh, and the game supposedly plays pretty good. Uh, You're looking at probably about thirty minutes to an hour, hour and a half, uh, just because I guess uh, if you get a higher, uh, higher skill, it might take you a little bit longer. But man, it looks awesome. That's Sorcerer by White Wizard Games. Uh, My top five to uh, to buy. Number five, the big score. This is a game by Van Ryder Games. Going to be fifty dollars. Uh, You're going to have, it's kind of this heist thing where you've got a bunch of, uh, you're trying to get your crew together, and you do that with a Seven Wonders type draft, and then you're going to look at the different jobs that have to be done and what crews each one of those jobs require. Usually, I think there's players plus one or two jobs, uh, and then you're going to try to uh, put some of your crew towards those jobs, and depending on who's out there uh, playing with you, you know where they put their crew uh, together, you may or may not succeed on these different jobs. Everybody that has contributed to a job that succeeds gets that reward. You're going to do that a few times in the first uh, phase of the game. There's a second phase of the game where it's a push-your-luck game where you're pulling uh, chits out of kind of a box or a bag, and then you're pushing your luck on whether you're going to get money or you're going to have these police tokens. And if you get a certain amount of police tokens, everybody that's still in the game loses. So that's where it's that pressure luck where you can get out anytime. It was a ton of fun. I got a demo of this uh, at Origins, which means I really want to buy it because it was a ton of fun. That's Big Score by Van Ryder. Uh, the designer of that, uh, I believe it's A.J. Porfirio, uh, and also Jace, uh, Jason Mowry and Chase Williams. Number four, Tower of Madness. This is by Kurt Covert and Smirk and Dagger Games. This is really cool. This is kind of Cthulhu Carplunk. You've got a tower there. You've got all these kind of marbles that are being held up by what looks like tentacles and kind of the pieces going into the tower. And as you're pulling pieces off, different pieces of the marble. If you'll remember Kerplunk when we were kids, uh, kind of had all those different sticks in there and, and there were things that were held on top of the sticks. This, you have the marbles in the tower, and depending on what falls out, uh, you, you know, you'll have uh, different powers or different bad things happen to you. Man, it looks awesome. Uh, I believe it's about $60 from Smirking Dagger Games. That is Tower of Madness. Uh, number three, Newton This is by Simon Limited. This is uh, a Simone Luciani game, and that is one of my favorite designers right now. He he was the designer of uh, Lorenzo Il Magnifico and another great uh, Euro games. This has some uh, deck, they call it deck, pool building, and hand management. You're basically a scientist uh, in the old ages of the 17th century trying to make a word for yourself. Uh, You're trying to study abroad, get different uh, things happening on board. You're discovering new theories, building new tools, and working to earn money. You're going to be using uh, an action system where you're kind of using a certain amount of actions and the ones that are not used go on there for be powerful later, but you can't use them right away and you're going to have to get other actions to be able to use that one. Hey, it's a Euro by Simone Luciani. I'm in. I cannot wait to get this one uh, in my hands. Uh, That's $60 by Simon. Number two is also a Simon game. This is Gizmos. This is $35 by Phil Walker Harding. Uh, If you remember Phil Walker Harding, great designer. He did Baron Park last year, uh, also did Sushi Go Party, and Imitep a few years ago, which was nominated for the uh, SDJ, he also did Cacao a few years ago, and uh, like I said, uh, Sushi Go, which is a staple of, of ours at our house, uh, you know, that's out in Target as well. But anyway, Gizmos by Seamon uh, Limited. Uh, what's really cool, you're putting these different Gizmos, quote-unquote Gizmos, together. Uh, you're kind of getting your... Uh, different resources, and then you're trying to get these cards, and you're going to be triggering different things. You know, the cards may let you get more pulls or or get some random pulls or do different things when you get certain uh, different resources and how do you get those resources? That's what's cool in this game. You've got this kind of uh, little dispenser, uh, kind of looks like potion explosion, except it's a little bit different and uh, it kind of hides the uh, marbles a little different. Where you have this row of marbles and you're going to be grabbing them out of there, and that's where you're going to be getting your resources to put into your gizmos. But it's really a cool little gimmick. But man, for thirty five dollars, I'm going to try this out because that's not a uh, you know not all that high of a price, and it just looks really really cool. I think this is going to be a really good family game that you're going to hear about. Plays in about 40 to 50 minutes, two to four players, uh, not all that heavy. I, I really think this is going to be a good game. Uh, that's Gizmos by Phil Walker Harding. Uh, and my number one to buy, uh, if you know me and you heard me talk about uh, Euro games a lot, uh, and of course, the legacy games, I love me some legacy games. Uh, whether it be Charterstone uh, or Pandemic Legacy. Uh, This is the first, you know, other than Charterstone, this is kind of the first heavier Euro. This is Marcus and Inca Brand's The Rise of Queensdale by Ravensburger. Uh, Man, it looks great. Uh, You know, but you're doing the usual legacy things where you're changing the game after each individual play. Uh, And man, it looks amazing. I can't wait to get this to the table. It's going to be about $80, uh, but I think it's going to be worth it because you're going to have that repeated play and that heavy Euro feel, and man, just to be able to change your game up in a Euro style uh, and have you know have a blast doing that. Uh, the brands uh, they've done a lot of the exit series. They did my village. Uh, they've got a lot of great games out there in Village Port. Uh, they also did so uh, La Boca, which I can't stop talking about. Another really cool visual spatial game. Uh, but yeah, check that one out. Rise of Queensdale. So once again, my top five to try: Treasure Island, Nightmarium, Batman: Gotham City Chronicles, Vault of Dragons, and Sorcerer as my number one to try and. To buy list, big score, Tower of Madness. Newton by Simon, Gizmos by Simon, and then Rise of Queensdale. You're looking at a lot of money. You're talking about $285 just for five games. Wow! I'm, my wife's going to shoot me if I get all these games. But anyway, thanks for joining me on this week's Top Five Express Board Games Edition. If you have any questions about any of these games or anything Gen Con related, feel free to comment on this episode uh, on MajorSpoilers.com or go to the site for tons of great podcasts and content by Stephen and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. Uh, I'm Dan Dan, a board game man, and you can find me at Geek Jog blog or the Geek All Stars Podcast or as a contributor to TMSPM, where I do a board game segment with Scott and Brian. Like I said, if you want to con- comment on the episode asking questions about Gen Con, or if you see me at Gen Con, please come on up and say hey and uh, let me know what you think or, uh, of the shows and, and things like that. i uh, love to meet all the people out there that listen to these. Uh, and Also, you can tweet at me and if you want to follow any of the pictures I'm taking at Gen Con next week. I can't wait. It's going to be a blast. It's always my favorite time of the year to go there and, and, and see the new games and play a whole bunch of stuff. Anyway, I'll be back soon with more board game top five goodness but until then grab a new board game and have some fun with family
1: this podcast is copyright 2018 by major spoilers entertainment llc